Before we get started, just wanted to thank Jenna for saving this episode and Matt for the fancy schmancy logo. Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Big J Jameson. J-J-J-J! And Swaggy C, Chris Wern. Oh, God. Please don't associate <laughs> me with Swaggy C. Right? Let us just say he just gave us those nicknames on the spot. We had no idea that was coming. <laughs> Great episode. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, we made the most out of the first one. There was a lot of setup that needed to be done. This one just got right into it. It was a it was a great episode all around. Oh yeah, there's almost like too much happening here. It's just this episode was like just total juice. There's just so much. Oh juice yeah, you could everywhere. feel the juice. You the could juice feel everywhere. the juice all over. Juice the squirting <laughs> all over the place. It it felt so. It felt like the old school challenge a little bit. Little hints of it, you know. You could feel the politics coming. They were really starting to burn the fuck up, you know. Um, it just felt it felt real raw and nasty, nasty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the challenges, like the first challenge of this episode, either this country is the cheapest country in the world, and <laughs> helicopter rentals are at an all time low, or the the budget has gone way up. I'm not sure which, but uh, this yeah. first challenge felt like a final. That's what's so crazy about this show is like their budget. You, I can't tell every week, right? Sometimes it's like, okay, they're putting them in a bunker that's probably cheap as fuck. They're, you know, like making them go to some like, you know, Eastern European country where it's like 40 degrees, 40 below zero. And then, yeah, then I think they save all their money for the goods like they did this week. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, like, when do you think the last time that like helicopter got maintenance? Like five years ago? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, man, it was, but overall, like, you just felt the buzz. You felt the tingle inside your bones watching this tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe it was the whiskey I was drinking, but I was really amped in my in-laws' house um, as they were screaming about God knows what. Um, I loved it. I loved it. TJ coming through again, thinking of such great twists and turns. Um, some dude named Fessie is a fucking beast, I guess, uh, with a name like that. They're just getting better and better. Um, I love it. It seemed like maybe the most challenging regular challenge I've ever watched in terms of they had to carry around a cumbersome ammo box. 15 of them. 15 of them, a mile each way, a steep incline. And then it wasn't even over. There was a whole second part that they get on the helicopter for it. That was insane. Yeah. I have to point out too, like I noticed, even the strongest guys were only carrying one box. So like, you oh, know, they were significant. Like they weren't taken to like, I feel like you've seen carrying challenges before where like the dudes are loading up on two or three sandbags or something like that. Like it was one box a person. The poor dude, Josh had to like carry his box and, and like the half box for Jen or whatever throughout the episode. But um, yeah, I was like, that. it was pretty impressive. A Jenny's carrying two boxes, one with her lips. One on her yeah. shoulders, like it was crazy. Dude, those lips are so jacked. They're the I most jacked like, lips. I felt like they were more jacked this week than they were last dude, week. They were. They were glossed and jacked. It's like they're oiled up, dude. They're ready for show. <laughs> According to Josh on Twitter, Ugh. the ammo boxes were forty pounds. That's it. 
that's that's pretty insane for a mile. That's pretty like, insane, but can I also say I love that you found that fact. Um, all of us are following these guys on Twitter now, and which is really silly. This is their whole I'm not, life. I'm not. This is, Chris is not. <laughs> but the fact that Josh tweeted out that they were 40 pounds just totally speaks to his character. I literally oh. wrote a note tonight during the episode. All it says was, hey, Josh, shut the fuck up. Because that's all he does, man. He, he, he's, he's, he's a bitch. Luckily, we haven't gotten a lot of Josh yeah. so far. Totally. Yeah. I call him Thanos, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Go ahead, I mean, Chris. I think the crazy thing too is like they kind of breezed over the teams in the challenge as well. They're like, oh, oh yeah. It was like there's blah 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 teams and the blah 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 blah, and and they pointed out like three teams. They highlighted like oh West Jordan and I don't even remember who the girl was. Oh D. I was just like. Okay, like they just totally breezed over the teams. I was like, how do they even make the teams? Like, clearly there's going to be teams with two women on it. Like, that seems like a massive disadvantage in a in a challenge where you have to haul forty pound boxes a mile away. Like, how is that even fair? They oh, really asserted yeah. over that. And then with the ending, did anyone else find it odd that everyone on the ground was so critical? Like. Oh, yeah. Who's expected to be good at throwing a box of ammo out of a helicopter with accuracy? How, how would you know that they would be good at that? <laughs> well, I will say, I mean, like, the first group, Jordan and whoever those two other two were, they sucked, right? But then the other two actually were pretty decent. So, I mean, it does go to show, like, Jordan blew. Yeah. I thought it was funny that they, like, dropped their first box and they're like, oh, didn't even hit. And then they dropped the second box and it was further away. Worse. <laughs> like, they're like – you got to wait till we're like right over it. And he's like, okay. And they drop it even shorter. Dude, and Johnny Bananas came in with like dad joke city, dude. He was he, just like, oh. He like writes like he's a stand up in the Catskills and comes ready for jokes afterwards. I mean, I, I, I was also thinking like for all those people standing on the ground, I was like, this has to be the most boring challenge to watch. Like you're just standing there watching a helicopter drop boxes. And you know they're nowhere close to it because, like, that would be a huge safety concern. So they're, like, probably, like, standing a mile away watching this helicopter in the distance drop boxes into the woods. Like, oh, totally. <laughs> you know world. they were waiting forever, too. Oh, all yeah, day. for sure. It was all day. No I doubt. this one especially, huge disadvantage to go first. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. 100%. And they won and they had to go first. That didn't really make sense. Yeah. Wait, they... Oh, yeah, they won. Yeah, yeah they won the, the first part of the challenge. Yeah. They were a beast. I'll tell you what, though. This Back to one more final note on this challenge overall. I've talked to you guys about this at lunch. I'd love to share it with, like, our, you know, seven people that listen to this podcast. Um, I really want to open up a weekend getaway where you do shit like this. I mean, it's probably for millionaires like Dan Bilzerian and his, like, fucking ten, you know, strippers that come with him. But I want to open up this weekend getaway where you're doing crazy, you're melting shit with your ass on ice cubes. You know what I mean? In the middle of Ukraine? In the mid, well, maybe just in the Catskills, but. We'll start with the Catskills. We'll, make we'll start with the Catskills. Come I, mean, I think there's a market for that. For like, uh, tell me a bachelor party wouldn't go do that. Oh, oh for sure. Dude, if you could sit there and just like blow up something with a bazooka, that'd be amazing. Oh, dude. Even TJ waving flares in the first episode, you know, like, <laughs> as a helicopter lands would be like amazing. All this shit would be awesome. Oh, Jesus. So the voting 
obviously everyone's reconfiguring because of the twist, right? So everybody's game plan is out the window. Everybody's working on a new one. The first taste we get of this new planning is Rogan and Jen having the most tactical hookup discussion I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> it was clear what they both wanted, but they were talking about it as if it was for the betterment of the game. You know, it's like, well, you're very attractive and uh, you yeah. know what to do to stay on here. What it like, it was- There's something about the challenge that is so awesome that like guys and girls are so blatant with like, yeah, we're gonna fuck later or we're gonna hook up. Like I, you know, was staring at you in your bedroom or we're gonna sleep in the same room together. And like, they just talk about it. And like, they, they, everything goes on voting off of that. Like, it's just a whole thing. Like- Yeah, it was funny how like open everybody and like, I feel like they cut a lot out of this episode like they must have had a lot of stuff to put in because they just had to communicate that like there's a thing with rogan and jen but like even bananas is on in on it like during the challenge like well they're gone for at least 20 minutes like you guys go off in the woods like everybody knows that they're trying to hook up it's right. pretty clear like if you just read between the lines it's like so did they already like make out or something and it just didn't even make the episode you know like i, I think right. something, happened. something happened that made me think i was like you know what i wouldn't mind and maybe you guys would disagree is like a full episode of just like get, let's let's get buck wild you know what i mean uh, like let's go to let's just like go to yeah bunker bunking you know and just like getting drunk having fun fighting you know just like pulling hair let's go yeah well that's but, how the old challenge was yes exactly that's because what then they would show up for the challenge they were all hung over and it was like oh right we have to you know jump through cones uh, on a bunch <laughs> of but, like, yeah. but otherwise it was mostly just let's sleep together and get hammered. Oh, totally. He, yeah, it's ridiculous. I was going to say, you know what else is funny to me is that um, every time they have a scene of anybody talking strategy so far in these two episodes, it's in that room with the chessboard and the backgammon game, which I feel like nobody in that house actually knows how to play. And there's like, you see, there's like a map of like the war room map in the background. I'm like, why is every strategy conversation pretty much happening in this room? Like, it's so ridiculous. I love that there's a mandated room for it where things get serious. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm always like, where is everyone else? Like, they have this like, they're always in like a giant room. It's like, where? Yeah. Like when they showed uh, D and Tori like listening to that conversation, like, were they not just in that room with them? Like. <laughs> Where were they? I don't know. But speaking of that room, that is where we get an all-time scene, which is Jen writing her little speech. And every time they cut back to the guys, there was a new guy sitting there helping writing the letter. By the end, there was like eight dudes sitting there. It started with West yeah. Johnny. And by the end, the whole cast was there helping her write this. Which... I'm going to add as well, Rogan was there, which is just interesting because he wanted to keep her around, but he was clearly like just throwing her under the bus right there for the entertainment of all the guys. So you got to love Wes. Entertainment of the guys. As like throwing D under the bus in the last season. Like, yeah. He's a. Uh, that scene reminded me of. The approval of all the guys there. Oh, yeah. It was every scene, like it was reminding me of every moment with you, you and your boys, like back in the day. He's like, oh, yeah, like, let's just, like, fuck around and, like, you know, pull some shit. And, I mean, Wes, though, dude, pulling the total asshole move when they went into the voting. I love Incredible. it, though. I love Incredible. it. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, well, 
I don't know. She Jen didn't do herself any favors. No, no. I mean, like, come on. You're in a game. I mean, what? Where did she come from? Do you guys know? Uh, the brother. Amazing Race, which oh. I didn't know was still on the air. All right. So, like, I, I mean, I feel like there's not a lot of strategy in the Amazing Race, but like, you would think if you're playing any game like this, you would know, like, okay, these what these people are saying is stupid at some point. Like, it got ridiculous. It's just absurd. Like, come on. Like, you got taking notes like she was crunching for a final. Yeah. She was taking down every every little note so they absurd. Like, Soaking it up. Oh. And then she opened her speech with greetings, Earthling. Oh, yeah. That's probably that's the quote of the episode. Oh, yeah. That was so weird that none of those guys came up with that. That was all her. <laughs> yeah. That's the best and, part of it. Yeah. Which which made me realize, I feel like, uh, what's her name? Anissa is on the show pretty much getting paid for reactions. Like, that's yeah. it. She's just straight up reacting, like, because both weeks, like with the eliminations or like even the scene in the kitchen this week, she gave like a reaction and like they're right there to get it every time. It's really she, funny you bring her on. It's like she gives the signal to the cameraman and she's just ready for them. And they're good. <laughs> I, I love that you brought her up. I wrote a note about her. She is like the sage. You know what I mean? Like she is the voice of reason. She is like the all knowing, like definitely out of shape, but like definitely can still compete. Yeah. She like knows how to play the game. And I mean, She's been on this since I was in high school, you know, like, (laughs) I feel like she's one of the only, like, like, dude, I used to watch real world and road rules, like when I was in high school and she's like, I remember her from being in one of those shows, not even being on the challenge. I'm like, yeah, man, shit, dude, she's fucking counting the days, dude. (laughs) I love it, man. Get, get paid. Yeah. Hey, whatever it takes, man. You got good reactions. You get paid on the challenge. That's what great reactions. Um, I have a feeling that D will come up a little later. So why don't we cut ahead to Jenny in the elimination or purgatory, if you will. Putting on just an all-time performance. Who knows how heavy those things were? They looked light because she was just (laughs) batting the morale. Yeah. Dude, the way Maddie described it in the episode was, like, perfect. She's like, she's just one-handing these things. Like, it's like she's swatting gnats out of her face, dude. It's ridiculous. It reminded me of that she... punching game you have at, like, an arcade, you know? Where oh, yeah. You, you swing at one of those bags and it's just done for. She might be the strongest human being alive right now. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Dude, TJ said it himself. He was like, Jenny could have beat me or anybody else here. Like, I think she might be the strongest person in the She's a beast, man. She's a beast. I think you made a great pick last week, Chris. Yeah, I'm telling you. Like, she said – and the thing, too, like, she said last week during the challenge, like, she had a little moment on camera where she said, uh, I've been practicing my equations, which to me, I'm like, oh, she's (laughs) definitely practicing puzzles, too. She's already a specimen. Like, that much we already know. So I'm like – Yo, the girl's a competitor. Like, she's in it to win it for sure. Could you have imagined if they did uh, the one, the classic challenge competition where they have to, like, grab a ball in the middle of the the dirt? Or, as I call it, wrestle over a stick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She would have destroyed her. She would rip someone's arms off. Like, one of those little girls, like, like that girl Melissa or something, like, I, she would have no limbs. Oh, uh, done for. But it, Danny, reminded me of last week when you said, I miss the challenges where they're, you know, melting ice with their butts. You know, like, where's, like, come on, where's the innovation? You know, this show, like, yeah. I miss those kind of challenges. It, the 
the challenges themselves have lost their sense of humor. Yeah. There's no, except for the trivia one every year, which is always great. There's no, they take it too seriously. This was just basically like heavy tetherball, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so as you two know, my wife likes to um, go on Instagram, go on Twitter, and just find dirt on all these people. She doesn't follow any actual people. She just follows reality television stars. <laughs> and this week, she found out that Jay, who won last year, last week's elimination, he appeared on X on the Beach with his ex-girlfriend, Morgan, who appeared on the challenge before. Morgan is currently dating John Bananas, and they won't bring it up on the show. Wow. Does she know this for a fact? For a fact. Wow, but, man. That's some drama. So is that, let me get this straight. Jay dated her before they filmed this show. And yeah. he was dating Bananas, presumably, while they were filming? Yes. Well, that's coming up at some point. Yeah, that, better. definitely. Better. They're saving it for sure. But that also makes me feel like the challenge, like sometimes stages things where it's like, they know it. Johnny knows it. They're all like, we're cool. You know, like, it doesn't matter. Like, let's just keep, you know what I mean? I think they're saving it for the right time. Like, if he goes far enough and he's already got himself a red skull, you can look right on his helmet. He's got one. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to come up. Those red skulls, yeah. man. It's going to be, I, you know, I think it would be funny if they're in an elimination. And yeah, Jay's just like, well, I got the red skull. He's like, I got your girl, bro. You know, that kind of thing going back and forth. <laughs> All the viewers are going to be totally blind to the situation, though. Like, you won't, you won't know that that's happening. But that will be for the insider-only drama. Oh, that would be okay. such great drama, though. Like, give it to us. They're just sitting on it. Johnny Bananas, man. Talk about a guy that's living the life, dude. He has a show on, like, WB at freaking 1 a.m. every night, you know? <laughs> like, where he, like, it goes and explores the world. I'm not joking. I don't remember what the show's called. But it's ridiculous that he has it. I saw a trailer for it in the back of a cab. It like had, it was on one of those videos, you know, like yeah. that's how you know they got the big money behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Please watch this show. We'll give you 15 minutes free in a cab. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to MVP of the episode. Wern, who you got? I mean, I don't know. We already sang this person's praises and obviously a favorite of mine, but gotta be Jenny. I mean, MVP or just luckiest going out on top on this one for me, like clearly she just got an easy elimination, just totally handed it to Jen. Like she's going through, she got a red skull. Nobody wants to fuck with that girl. Like she is a force to be reckoned with. So I'm putting her at the MVP for me. Wern is smitten with Jenny. You are smitten. Those lips are jacked. Dude, those <laughs> lips are jacked. Her lips are bigger than my biceps. It's like you have, what was that uh, character from Roger Rabbit? Uh, like the card to the movie, you know, Jessica like the Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. She looks like Je she's got Jessica Rabbit lips and Chris is like <laughs> raging. Jameson, who you got? Uh, my MVP this week is Corey. And maybe I have a soft spot for Corey. He's very attractive. But uh, he comes back to the challenge after some time off. Um, he usually sucks, okay? He looks like he'd be great, but he always sucks, and he gets eliminated real fast. Two weeks in a row, he's in the tribunal, 
Okay. And not only that, he's gotten two girls pregnant. And somehow, some way, you know, he got, he's with an influencer model girlfriend. He has another show on MTV, uh, Teen Mom. Um, check it out. Uh, Corey's my MVP. He's living life, man. He's got everything he, he could ever ask for. Um, I think he's, he's on he's every show on MTV except Jersey Shore. He's just, he's just making the rounds and impregnating as he goes. And I hope so, he uh, gets some momentum also, and, and makes, makes some stuff happen. I was going to say, he also carried a man purse to the uh, purgatory. I don't know if you saw that. Is, is that what is the technical term? We're obvious. All three of us are not cool enough. What is the technical term for that 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 thing? I don't know because now all the NBA players have it yeah. too. It's become cool to carry around a little. I mean, my thought is just like, what would you be carrying in that for the purgatory? Like, what do you, what do you got in there that you need to take to the purgatory that can't just go in your jacket pocket? Like, that's a great question. Like, besides like chapstick and. Uh, <laughs> You don't need your wallet. You don't need your phone. Like, what do you need there? Yeah, you need your compact for your makeup in case your hairs fall out of place. <laughs> I don't know, man. But he, we'll see what happens with him. He, he's, he, he'll like him. I don't know. Um, we brought this up, but I'm going to give it to Wes. I mean, he made the most of his limited screen time. Helped <laughs> write the letter. And then just immediately, first vote, Jen, it was great. That was classic. And he got super fired up about the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he's like a six-year-old boy every yeah. time we introduce a challenge. If nothing but, else, Wes was very entertaining this week. Yeah, good showing. Yeah, redeemed himself for sure. Now, as far as uh, bad showings, Jameson, who's your loser of the episode? You guys are going to listen to this and you're going to be like, okay, James. I got three losers. I got three losers tonight. It, please, you can't put Nani in this week. She, she didn't even make an appearance. Yeah, she wasn't even well, on screen. Exactly. That's why she's my third loser of the week. <laughs> Chick, it, she is a vet, right? <laughs> she doesn't have a second of screen time. Like, get the fuck out of here, Nani. Okay? You come on only for these, like, oh, I like, I like him. Da, da, da. Get out of here, okay? You're a vet, and you couldn't get a second of screen time on the challenge? Get, you're my loser of the week. Uh, bottom of the barrel. All right, uh, my other two losers are Jen. Obviously, you know, she was very the focus of the whole episode. But, mm -hmm. man, she didn't know what the hell she was doing. She was, you know, taking notes from Wes and all the guys. She, was, she sucked in the challenge. I don't even know if she got one of those beanbags over. She was just awful, right? And then my last loser of the week, maybe surprising to you guys, because she was in the tribunal, is Dee. And the reason for that is she's showing her hands way too easy. She like she just shows what she wants to do, you know. And I think she's going to be fucked because of Jordan. Jordan is a maniac, and I feel like he's going to come straight for her, straight for the throat. That is not a surprise at all because again, she's playing emotionally, mm -hmm. not with her head. But yeah. two, you hate this girl. You want her to go home. You get the chance to go down, yes, yes. and everybody's fighting for that chance. You need to take that. I don't care. If you weren't prepared for it, I don't care if you're hungover and you're there, which might be the case. She's wearing jeans. Yeah. I think they'd let her change. <laughs> you could have, she could have beat her in jeans. Like, they wouldn't. Oh, totally. I mean, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, she was my loser of the episode for sure for the same reasons. I mean, yeah, obviously blowing that opportunity. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's insane. Like, I mean, you're going to have to go down there at some point. 
if everybody's saying that Jen is the weakest player right now, then like, how are you not taking that opportunity for yourself? Like, you don't know what's going to happen down the line. Like none of this crap of like, are you going to run a final against someone or whatever that is? Like, I know they're all saying that now and they're probably saying it to put head games in, you know, down the road, TJ's going to have another twist. There might be teams running the final. You don't know what's going on. But then beyond that, like, yeah, she talks shit all episode. She looks weak now to everybody. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. She just backed out of that. Like, what a, like, dude, what a wimp. Just not even going for it. Like, basically, I feel like the only person she really has on her side right now is Jenny. That's it. And, and like, how many other people do you think are aligned with Jenny? I think everybody's trying to get on her right. good side. What oh, an L7 sure. weenie. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And, like, honestly, I have to say with D, too, like, I don't know. I could be wrong. I just don't think she's that great. Like, they're building her up, and she's talking a big game because she won last season. But, like, I feel like I need to watch the final from last season again or something just to remember, like, what did she do that was so amazing? Like, because I just don't really remember it. Like, I like I don't know. She plays way too emotionally. She thinks she's a badass, but, like, you know she's going to be crying next episode or something crazy. Oh, yeah. And she doesn't have Ninja to, like, console her. This yeah, season. yeah, she's true. Okay. Long gone. Thank God. Don't miss her. And she just <laughs> Tori, like, she, like, I mean, she tossed Tori aside. Like, Tori was basically going to be her Ninja. That's how they introduced it at the beginning of the episode. And now she's just already gone. Tori's so Tori. hot. Tori's so hot. Um, I had a different loser. Went off the board a little bit. Mine is Swaggy for being maybe the least swaggy person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and he's up on the helicopter. He's wearing reading glasses and croquis, or as my wife called them, a nerd rope connecting his sunglasses. And then he's wearing a cross that looks like he got it for his first Holy Communion. <laughs> the guy is the least cool person I've ever seen, and his nickname is Swaggy. It's horrible. Oh, God. I, you know what? It's hilarious you say that. I mean, I'll also throw in strategy-wise. With Swaggy, I can't even believe he was like, I got to make sure that uh, Bailey's safe. Like, dude, this is the week to throw her in. Oh, it's totally. Best shot at being a Red Skull touting player to throw that on your helmet. Like, how, do, how are you not doing that? Like, everybody has to win. Like, I love that this is the way this season is. Everybody has to win. There's no hiding. You oh, have it's... to go in there and put, like, just put yourself in it. Or else, like, you're just going to get fucked. You're going to lose. And that's I was wondering, too. Go ahead, Danny. Sorry. Well, that's why D's the ultimate loser of the episode, I think. <laughs> yeah. Ultimate you loser. Had, you had the ticket to get in. All right. We're back this week with VJ Lavin. VJ, what do you think of uh, last night's episode? I don't know. I haven't watched it, man. <laughs> and have you been taking Brad's advice from last week? No, but I should. <laughs> Well, you're really going to want to take his advice this week because he's back and he's worried about you. Let's take a look. Yo, BJ, what's up, man? It's your boy, Brad Fiorenza, and I got some special tips for you, specifically for pectoral gains. And I'm going to tell you something. I have the biggest challenges with pectoral gains. My back has always been built. My challenges are in the front with pecs. So here's what I need to do. Going heavy is not the answer for me. It's slowing down, going light, 
and focusing on that squeeze and the section of your chest that you're working on. And here's what I mean by that, okay? If you're working upper chest and you're trying to hit this spot right here, then you've got to really make sure you're focusing and going light and squeezing at that spot and hitting it. Otherwise, if you're going too heavy, you might throw your shoulders out. Or Good stuff, Gage. Hope you're listening. Your shoulders instead of your chest. Let me show you what I mean by that. Uh. <laughs> now, uh, BJ's reaction is because Brad has just taken off his shirt and he's about to do a demonstration just for BJ. Um, BJ, what do you think of the advice so far? Oh my God. You guys are going to like really to lens now. Okay. All right. Let, let's hear more from Brad. Good advice here. Check it out. Now this workout here is just something I've been doing here with the quarantine. If you like cable crossovers, <laughs> you're not alone. Check this out though, okay? So we've got light dumbbells, very light. 15 for me, this is way light. Way light. So I'm just gonna relax my arms to the side like I'm at the gym, cable crossover style. And when I come up, you're gonna notice. Look at that. Squeeze. That's what it's all about. Concentrating and hitting that mark right there. See, we're hitting that squeeze. And that's where you need to be. So it doesn't really matter what exercise you're doing. You gotta ask yourself, what is this exercise supposed to do? And then make sure you're doing it properly. I hope some of this helps. I hope your workouts at home are, are helping you stay in place because I'll tell you right now, I'm fighting for my life out here to keep my gains. But uh, <laughs> love and respect, keep up the hard work. Let's go. Love and respect. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Beach, hopefully that helps with your pectoral gains. Oh, Rats fighting for his are. life. I hope I'm going to be a new person by next week. <laughs> Those pecs better be just blossoming through that shirt. Boom. <laughs> I want to I see you uh, make those pecs dance, baby. Well, thanks, VJ, for uh, joining. All right. <laughs> appreciate it. All right, that's it for episode two. And that's all from the tribunal. Don't be a quitter. Don't be a layup. You guys killed it.